0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Chevalier Mortgage. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com where you can get signed up for a free consultation and to discuss all of your options as well as get free DNVR merch. Check it out today. I'm sure you've heard about the great mortgage rates out there right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. Rudo and Jesse coming at you live as I guess technically we're not into the NHL pause yet because <laughs> Tampa is and Vegas are still playing tonight, but that will be the last game before the pause. Uh, and every other game today is, is – <laughs> so it's essentially that we're in the pause. But, uh, Jesse, I don't know if you guys talked about this yesterday, but what what did you guys make of this pause with – it's really only like a four-day pause since yeah they, they get three days off at Christmas anyway.
0: Yeah, it's um, – I think that's – honestly, I think that's why the league did it. I think the league just kind of stepped back and said, hey – we can accomplish a few things with this one. We can shut it down now and look, like let's be honest, like it serves the optics side of it. Right. They did officially pause the league. Um, Two. I I mean, this isn't like the March, 2020 pause. This is literally like you didn't have enough NHL players left to compete. Yeah. So you were postponing so many individual games that um, you might, what what was gonna be the point? You made the comment just now. You have one game going tonight and like eleven postponed ones. Why not just shut the whole league down?
1: Right. It it someone was saying it's like thirteen percent of active roster players were in COVID protocol at this point. So yeah. and, and well, that doesn't even include the ones on teams that had already been postponed and weren't put on the list because they didn't have to be because they were postponed. Right, so. right.
0: Yeah, and 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 then obviously the other part of that is uh you know that that cool they get to do all of that and they're really only shutting down a couple of games
1: yep it's, you know bef-
0: before the pause yeah it's a couple days worth of games
1: it's at most i think it's like three games per team now that doesn't include the teams that had already been shut down for other reasons like the abs right. like the islanders who have are going to have additional games on top of that but right it is a pretty short pause. There's a designated end to it. They have a plan where everyone is going to come back on the twenty sixth, back to team operations, so they can get a day of testing in for everyone. Um, it, it it certainly seems like they're trying to keep this relatively contained as far as a pause is concerned.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, and and like, look, man, I, I was on Twitter this morning and I saw a bunch of people. One, complaining about the fact that they were still going forward with the couple of games tonight, which, as you just pointed out, one of those games they were going forward with did end up getting canceled uh, a couple hours ago. And and two, you know, people saying that they should have done this sooner, that they should be going for longer. Like, look, man, this is something that regardless of what side you're on, this is bad. Like, this is not a good thing. No one should be happy about this. Yep. forget the hockey side because the, the pause coming means that it has become an issue again. And, and, and the fact that t- almost two full years later, Rudy, like we're, we're three months shy of two years and we're still having to deal with this. Yeah. And, and it, like, that's the part that I think is the most disappointing, most upsetting is that we went through just obviously this isn't what COVID is all about, but like just using these benchmarks, you went through two seasons where you had to make major adjustments. You lost a lot of games. The league lost a lot of money. Individual players lost a lot of money that, you know, they're going to be paying back for multiple years. It was looking like maybe that was going to come to an end earlier than a lot of players had thought, Um, you know, having to repay all that escrow money. And, all of we're a sudden, just, yeah. we're just kind of resetting all of that stuff so I, i'm glad that as of right now they're saying hey look um this is going to be a, a short pause we have a designated end date now the one thing that i want to see them do is come out of this designated end date with a little bit better of a game plan for if you run into this stuff again taxi squads yep. cap relief etc cetera, etc cetera,
1: yep you know and and look this is not Anyone making a unilateral decision, right? This pause was agreed to by the NHLPA. Yep they're they're in they're working together on this from the player side and from the league side. So you would hope that uh, there is a little bit more in place, whether that's taxi squads, whether it's cap relief. We've talked about these right. things before. You want to be more prepared to avoid another shutdown, whatever that might look like for the NHL. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I, I just, I just don't know. I mean, obviously they would survive. They would get out of it. All right. Yeah. But if, I mean, if you had to do another long pause, another long shutdown like that, I mean, like you are looking at very serious financial repercussions, you know, you may be even talking the salary cap going down um, over the next yeah. couple of years. Uh, I mean, again, just, th- there's a lot of people who are happy that they're doing this and and my whole thing is, Feel how you want to feel about it. Nobody should be happy that we are at this point. Um, it, It only means that things aren't going well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm happy that the players get to be a little bit safer. For sure. But yeah, exactly what you said on the whole, this sucks. Nobody right. wants this. This isn't like the end goal by any means. The hope <laughs> is that they shut down for this week, they get protocols in place and it solves at least this wave of outbreaks. And then hopefully right. there isn't another one and we're done with this. But And Rudo,
0: you and I talked about this um, on a show earlier this week or last week, maybe uh, where, you know, what, what I think the kind of hope is with a, with a, you know, just a multi-day shutdown here is okay, cool. There's obviously a huge wave coming through, you know, the abs, the once teams are shut down, they don't have to disclose who's going on the COVID protocol. Excuse me. Sounds like the abs have had quite a few people join that protocol list since they were shut down. Yep. So I think for me, the hope is, okay, cool. You're shutting it down. Let's get through this big wave. And now you've got a bunch of people that have had it that, you know, you've had this huge chunk of your league that has had it. They've, They've gotten it. They've now got antibodies on top of being vaccinated, stuff like that. The hope is cool. We do this shutdown. We get past this initial wave. And now we can go through to the end of the season and then we can reassess in, in the summer. Um, and yeah, I think I think that's the hope. I fully agree with you. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they, they are kind of throwing some cold water on this situation. Um, and you know, players can be safe. I'm also happy that, you know, you're not going to have players stuck in Canada or stuck in the United States for, for the holidays. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, that's a major positive on, on the human side of it, but on the whole, the fact that we are here is not good. No one should be happy because that means that we are still two years later in a place that we don't, you know, nobody feel wants it's... to
1: be here. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. Uh, um, just to Sean's, most recent comment yep. here. Do you think the NHL will consider not testing asymptomatic players? I've seen this conversation a lot going on on the internet. The last couple of days, the NHL is in a weird spot because of the major leagues in uh, North America. NFL can completely it's completely in the U S they don't have to worry yep. about the border crossing at all. The NBA and the MLB only have a Toronto team in Canada. And the NBA even said, look, if it's a problem for Toronto, they can just play in the States and it's fine.
0: Right. Which I'm pretty sure they did last year for part of yeah, the year, right? At least for and, part of the year. Yeah. And I know the, the blue Jays played uh, in Buffalo for, for a large portion of the year. So yeah, yeah that, so really not a problem for them.
1: Yeah. But for the NHL with the half dozen teams that they have up in Canada, the border crossing is a significantly larger issue. And at that point, it becomes beyond just what the NHL wants to test or not test. It becomes the requirements for a border crossing, which are entirely different from the other leagues. And they're not going to have the six Canadian teams come play in the U.S. Right. right, right. It's just not feasible. Yeah. And, you know, given that Canada is the ravenous market for hockey that it is, Right. they want to leave those teams up there
0: so 35 percent of the league's uh revenue comes from those six teams in in yep. the in, in in Canada and a lot of that is gate driven um yeah y- you'd be uh, now if they went to full no fans you know if, if they wanted to go all the way back to that which you know the Montreal Canadiens have done then what does it really matter where they played but but still sure. I, just, I don't think the NHL is in a big hurry to to do anything like that. Um, it's going to be interesting because, yeah, the NFL is is officially doing that where they aren't testing asymptomatic. They're, you're only getting tested if you are showing symptoms. Um,
1: well, and they also have things in place like after you get a positive test and go through protocol, you have a 90-day free window. Yep. So they're That'd doing be- a lot of things to reduce the testing side of it.
0: And, and look, you know, like uh, without going too, too far down this road, like uh, if, if you weren't dealing with the border crossings and stuff, sure. I, I would be fine with it. You know, Rudy, you, you said it the other day. We're not doctors. I don't know if, yeah, you know, right. if, if they've got doctors, you know, that, that are paying them that say, Hey, yes, this, or that, that, you know, that they're paying saying we, we need you to give us your best medical advice. And if they said, look, with this variant, you don't need to be testing players unless they're showing symptoms, especially with, you know, then great, cool. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for whatever, um, you know, makes for the best living situation for the, you know, for people within the NHL, um, what, you know, what makes the most sense for their health, all that, like I'm, I'm all in, but you know, there's a comment in here about, you know, I I have heard that Canada is way more strict on a lot of, um, in a lot of provinces, uh, way more strict than a lot of big Canadian cities, uh, than it is in most large U S cities. Um, so I just, I would have a hard time believing that the Canadian government would say, cool, we're going to make an exception for all of these folks that work for the NHL, but everyone else has to show a vaccine card when you're going to get a rest, you go into a restaurant, going to do this, going to that. I just, I think the, the, you nailed it perfectly. The amount of teams that they have in two separate countries just makes it way more difficult relative to the other four major uh, pro leagues. And um, it'd be great. It'd be nice. um, But yeah, I just don't, don't see it as a reality.
1: Yeah. I I struggle with it too. I, I understand. Look, the NHL could absolutely go to the players. They could take a vote. They could say, look, if you guys are okay with playing through, potential covid stuff with no tests you can vote yes the opt-out right. procedures have been in place for years now if you want yeah. to bring back the opt-out procedures for players that don't want to do it great i have no problem with that the part i struggle with is again the travel because they're putting other people at risk of, of getting infected when it comes to things like getting on an airplane or going to a hotel and things like that that they can't necessarily control and and that's the part that i struggle with with the the reduced testing Uh, The other side of this coin, of course, as, as many people have talked about all the way back to the start of the pandemic and when first sports and yeah, when sports first came back, Mm -hmm. why are athletes special? Why do they get all this, this testing and equipment when the regular person doesn't? Right. So,
0: yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a great question. And I know there's a lot of people that, oh, well, you know, it's, it's private money and it's private this. It's like, yeah, sure. But. Um, you know, I was actually just sitting out uh, in the kitchen with, uh, with, with Hannah, we were watching something on TV and they were talking about how all these vaccines are super readily available. And she goes, they're not though. <laughs> like, they're, yeah, like, yeah. like, 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 yes, you can get an appointment and stuff, but I mean, a lot of them are m- multiple weeks out and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And again, not, not getting too far down that, but For but sure. just kind of adding to your point that, there's just, there's so many parts of this and I just can't stress this enough. You know, someone just put in the chat, life is a risk a hundred percent. Every day you walk out your front door, you take a risk. You, you know, you you go to the grocery store, you get in the car, whatever, hundred (laughs) percent. Hey, sorry. (laughs) Uh, there, you know, but, but this is something that, that we're dealing with that we haven't dealt with in over a hundred years. We're trying to take steps to mitigate it. We're trying to do what's best for everyone here. You have literally billions of people all over the world that are trying to navigate this all together. I know a lot of times somewhere along the line, this got politicized in the United States. And there's a lot of conversation that really makes it seem like it's only the U.S. that's dealing with this. No, it's every every person on earth is dealing with this. And, and, you know, when you're talking about leagues and this amount of money and this many people and testing and and availability and, and all kinds of stuff, there's just so many moving parts that to sit here and act like it's just a, a blanket answer. Oh, just do this. Um, I it'd be awesome if, thou, if it was that easy, but there's just so much to consider. There's health, there's safety, there's money, there's logistics, there's, there's everything. There's more than any of us could even fathom to like put together to arrive at decisions like this. And um, I, I, Again, it's not good, but I think they ultimately made the right decision for right now. Um, and it gives them a few days to kind of reset and, and reevaluate. And I don't think anybody can be upset about that.
1: No doubt about it. I know these topics certainly make me want to drink. So go get yourself a Breck <laughs> Brew. Go down to the DNVR bar. We can get eight different kinds on the tap. Or if you want to stay at home, you can always get it from your local liquor store or a alcohol delivery service. So check them out with the Breck Beer Locator online. You can uh, get anything you want, whether it's beer or the hard seltzer that they sell. They got a bunch of amazing products. Highly recommend you check all of their stuff out. And... Once you got a Breck brew in your hand, you can also check out Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD infused coffee that you can start your day with, whether it's the K-Cups like Jesse got or just their, their normal coffee beans. Uh, they help with a bunch of different stuff like migraines, joint pain, IBS, all that stuff. And there's still, you know, coffee, which is caffeinated to get you up and going in the morning. You can get 25% off when you use code DNVR25 for your first purchase with Strava if you want to try before you buy you can also get that cold brew down at the DNVR bar so they're one of our longest partners I think our our actual longest standing partner currently Mm -hmm. so be sure to go show them some love with the DNVR 25 code Uh, also you can still get the DNVR gift box not a hundred percent sure that it'll make it by Christmas. There's still a chance if you order today, it might get there by Christmas. But you got to order it today. Uh, you get an annual DNVR membership, two DNVR shirts, and a fifteen dollar gift card when you get the DNVR gift box. It's a great thing for anybody into Colorado sports. Not only does it get you all of our coverage, but you know I like to think our shirts are pretty cool. You can you can wear the dope swag. So be sure to hit up the gift boxes and get them while you still can. Uh, second period of the DNBR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So, uh, the the more recent part of this conversation, the part that we kind of found out last night and it's, it's I believe it's confirmed. I'm not sure if it's 100% confirmed, but,
0: Yeah, I was going to say I don't think it I don't think the NHL has said anything yet, but
1: certainly reliable sources have been saying that the NHL is not going to go to the Olympics and they're going to use the break to make up games, which isn't a total surprise. This is something we kind of have been talking about already. Not going to be the most straightforward thing necessarily with pre-bookings, but what was a three-week window basically looks like it's the NHL's plan right now to make up all of these postponed games. So, first of all, on the NHL side, Awful convenient to have three weeks in the middle of the season to make this up. Yep. (laughs) On the NHLPA side, boy, they fought tooth and nail to get these players back to the Olympics, and now it looks like it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, so real quick, there was just a comment that came through a minute ago that I I thought was a good point from Edwin. You know, he said, not that it's exactly right, but elite elite athletes often get access to medical assistance that most people don't. Just as kind of a real quick wrap-up, that's a great point. You know, they've got some of the best physicians and, you know, medicine available to them at all times. So it's a great point. Moving on from that, Olympics. Um, you, you know, I, I'm i going to be very curious. The only little kind of caveat that I'm holding out hope that we'll see NHLers at the Olympics, if the Olympics even happen this year. It, definitely
1: not 100% that it right. will.
0: Because yeah. my understanding that, is that, um, and obviously, I don't know how much this has changed in the last couple of days with this many cancellations and an official pause coming, how much the league said, well, hey, you know, we, we actually, it looks like we're going to need these dates to make up games. But I know that a lot of people, a lot of players were really wary about going to the Olympics, yeah. given what the protocols were in China. Yep. That were that were being put forward by the Chinese government. If you tested positive while you were in Beijing, um, you were subject month, right. Yeah. You were subject to a three to five week, no shorter than three to five week long quarantine, and your green light to leave was going to be decided by the Chinese government. And you know, I think it was on thirty two thoughts last week, uh, Friedman and and uh, Merrick. I think one of them was saying that, look, like bury your head in the sand all all you want about this side of it. But like the U.S. and Canada, their governments don't have great relationships with China. And it's like, you know, that that just has to be just a thought that's going through some of those players' heads of like, whoa, let's say I get stuck over there. One, not only am I not back with my team, but two, am I going to end up getting like stuck over here because...
1: Well, it, it's not just the quarantine, right? It's if there's another outbreak wave in there in China and border shut down, like, right. who knows how long you're going to be there,
0: right? And, and so, like, I, I really do. I, I think if I think if it was just like, hey, do we want to, you know, go over there and, and it's, you know, be in a bubble atmosphere and stuff like that? I think the answer would have been yes. But I think when you just saw some of those protocols and those potential protocols. Um, yeah. I mean, Ruto, you, you you brought up a good point. The P, uh, NHLPA really fought hard to get back there, but I think that was where they were kind of like, okay.
1: Well, and, and you saw it in the players, right before the NHL had a planned pause or anything like this, there were multiple players talking to people like five weeks, man. I don't know. I don't yeah. know about this. Like well,
0: one, especially when you consider that was from the time you tested positive. So, let's say they get over there right at the beginning of that Olympic break, which they go over there early to get acclimated to the time zones and, um, you know, practices and stuff like that. So let's say you go over there, you go through the whole thing. Let's say you play for team Canada, you get to the eve of the gold medal game, which I think usually takes place a night or two before closing ceremonies. Something like Then that, you, yeah. then you test positive. <laughs>
1: yep. And you're, you're there until April. At that point, right,
0: right. <laughs> Seriously, like that's that's that you're out there from February one until April. Like, and and ha- most of the time you're not even playing hockey. Yeah. Like, I, I just I'm I'm not surprised to see it um to see it fall through. I I wouldn't be shocked if the Olympics are canceled as a whole, and we see kind of like what happened with the Summer Games, where they're pushed a year. Um, and and I think that would maybe give NHL players another shot. And what would be great about that is you wouldn't have a bunch of dudes age out. Like I know Steven Stamkos really wanting to go because this is probably his last shot. If the, you know if the Olympics go on, dude's not
1: going in four I, years. I mean, look at somebody like Joe Pavelski on the American side, right? Oh, right there's no way that dude's going to the Olympics four years from now. No be, way. He'd be what? Like 47 at that point. <laughs> like, like full yeah. of Yager situation.
0: Straight <laughs> up. And, and so I just, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think it's one of those things where it's not, it's not ideal. Nobody wants it, but I, I, I have a weird feeling that this conversation isn't fully over yet. Cause I think we're going to have to wait to see what happens with the Olympics in general. Yeah. Um, but Allie asked me this yesterday when we did like the breakdown. Do you think that they're going to try to make up every game in that three week break? Or do you think that they're going to have to extend this to the end of the season?
1: As it stands right now, I think theoretically they should be able to make up every single game in the three week break. Um, And in fact, for the teams that haven't had prior shutdowns, it shouldn't even be that hard, right? It should be for a lot of teams. One or two games is, is all they're really making up. Um, you should be able to find two days in a three-week stretch that you can fit something into the arenas. but
0: Right. And, and, and it's also one of those things where the number looks a lot more daunting when you see it as the whole that, you know, they've canceled over 50 games. And I think it'll be close to – or in the 60s by the time this is all said and done. It's like, whoa, how are you going to make that up? But it's what, like five for the abs? Well, and
1: just look at our Saturday slate, right? The NHL right. regularly plays 10 games a day so you could make make up 50 games in five days of, of play <laughs> right, if you really right. wanted to
0: yeah now i am going to be curious to see because i i think i again i think it was you that brought this up that you know a lot of those venues have started booking up during february um so i'm going to be interested to see if maybe the, you end up with a couple instances where colorado was supposed to play in buffalo but does that maybe have to turn to a
1: Home game for the abs or a neutral home game side for the abs? or whatever, yeah,
0: right. Where where it would be a home game for the abs, but like maybe they would wear white, they're the away Buffalo team, would get the it's last just in Colorado, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, I I, I I could see the NHL maybe having to do stuff like that. Where, yeah, obviously, you're not like playing the horn and stuff for Buffalo, like, you'd still the atmosphere would still very much be an abs home game, yeah. but like. Switch the colors and give Buffalo last change. Like, I, I don't know. I, I I think you may end up with a couple of those um, just if, you know, first Niagara Center isn't available. Cool. We can get this game done at Ball Arena and not have to extend the season. We're doing it.
1: Yeah. I, I would not be surprised at all, especially, like you said, at, at most for teams it's five, six games for ones that have had multiple right. games canceled already. If you have to extend the season by a week, extend the season by a week. One week isn't going to change much, one way or the other. So,
0: right, yeah, and and I, and I guess that's the part where maybe like, kind of going back to, I I hope they built in for that. Yep. You assume, like, I I honestly assumed, like, I looked at that three week break and I said, okay, well, if you get to the point where you're not going to the Olympics, it's because you had to cancel games. Yep. So that's where they're doing it. But then that, you know, that reporting came out of like, oh, well yeah but some of those venues may not be available whatever whatever they don't know if they'll be able to make them up there and it's like whoa did they really not like i have to they they i have to assume that they planned for
1: some sort of contingency there yeah (laughs)
0: kind of pause because like i i don't know it's just uh it's gonna be interesting if they like really get into look the nhl is easy to beat up on with some of the decisions they make but like if they end up getting to a point where they really are having to like cut games or something like that, if they have no backup plan for this, then it's like, okay, huh, what are we doing here? Yeah.
1: Just poorly planned all the way around then. Right. Not have at least some kind of idea that this could be a possibility for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Call
0: it even money that they made zero contingency. plan. <laughs> I hate that. That's probably
1: about right. Yeah. <laughs> I, you you want to give them the benefit of the doubt, right? You want right. to, but sometimes dumb decisions get made. So
0: and and the other thing that I don't know maybe maybe you want to punt this to the third period, but all star game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I did want to get to this idea really quick from Adam here. So just play makeup games in Vegas at T Mobile with cheap rooms available. Lol based on everything that happened in the playoff bubble players hated it yeah they basically said we're never gonna do that again Mm -hmm. so doesn't really seem like a quarantine bubble is a reasonable ask to do again from the players side of it
0: unless it was five days or less hey we're gonna have a bunch of teams here we're gonna run a uh,
1: do it like kids tournaments and just yes, yeah, power out of, games, yeah. Like a
0: like a fifteen hour schedule for across five days. Every team will play three games. You'll stay in, you know. Which, by the way, I think that is extremely unlikely.
1: Yeah, not <laughs> that they would it's ever not, do not that. Not gonna happen. <laughs>
0: but outside of something like that, I just don't. I agree with you, Rudo. I, I just don't see players agreeing to a bubble unless it was it was literally. Hey, instead of doing the All Star break we're just going to go to T-Mobile arena and make up a bunch of games over these five. And even then, I think you'd get a bunch of players that would not be super stoked on that.
1: Yeah. Just to answer Max's question. The Eagles have still been playing. There have been a couple of teams in the AHL that have gone on pauses with that. The thing with the AHL is the math is very different, right? There are AHL teams where if they have to pause for a significant amount of time, those teams will potentially fold. Because mm-hmm. these aren't billion-dollar investments; these are teams that need people coming to the stadium yep. to make money. Yep. And they and don't have
0: massive TV
1: deals, right? Uh, it's it's just a significantly smaller operation. They can't afford to have downtime like NHL owners can, right. and they're already coming off of a lot of downtime in the past two years. So, mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. definitely a very tough spot. I'm not saying that continuing to play is the right or wrong answer. That's for everyone to decide on their own. But, but he,
0: here's, here's the really harsh, unfortunate reality with AHL ECHL side of this conversation. And, and, and again, look, I'm not trying to sit here and say that I know th- that, you know, this is a correct answer. Or this is a correct answer. But if you shut those leagues down again, one, they won't be able to come back and finish the season. So if you're shutting them down, you're shutting them down. And two, you will, you will see multiple clubs fold. Yep. Like guaranteed. Certainly at
1: the ECHL level, hundred percent very bad. Yep.
0: Yep. So you'll, you'll see a lot of people lose jobs. A lot of those owners lose, you know, massive amounts of money as, as those teams crumble. Um, and, And I wouldn't be surprised if you saw an AHL team or two also fold. So those leagues way more than the NHL are going to fight tooth and nail to not pause because it 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 literally is you know it's it means viability or not for for a lot of those organizations where yep. uh to your point rudo thankfully that that's just not quite the case at the NHL level there's there's enough money coming in from outside revenue streams um but <clears throat> yeah it, it's it's at that level it's it's a completely different conversation cuz you really are talking about um, people losing jobs careers everything so um, yeah those ones those ones you really have to hope that they can help keep it going um and, and you know get get to the end of a season and get out the other side of this um none of this is fun man
1: yep and there is no no one has the right answer right no. it's it's just no. a bunch of people guessing that's just the reality of it
0: well and 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 Again going back to what we talked about one of the very first things we talked about the NHL tried really hard I think to avoid this. Yep. Not because I'm saying that that's right or wrong but th- there's just so many different factors and they tried really hard to say hey we can we can do these things keep people safe, keep people healthy, keep people separated and keep going and it just got to the point where they said we we just we don't have enough people available to to keep going. Um, everyone's trying to be safe. Everyone's trying to be smart. Everyone's trying to find the right answer. And you said, you just said it, Rudo, and you're hundred percent right. No one's got the right answer. We're doing the best we can with information that's available at, you know, everybody, let alone just, just the league. You're not just the leagues. Um, we're trying to do the best we can with, with what we've got. And sometimes you got to make decisions that suck, that aren't popular, um, that, that aren't the most fun, but y- you've got to do it with kind of the long-term idea in mind. And um, I know the risks are low and stuff for elite athletes, but um, you know, could I honestly even be one of those people that's like, yeah, maybe we should, you know, do the asymptomatic, no testing things. Sure. I'd love to, but all it takes is one instance where that goes totally sideways. And you look at this with a, through a completely different lens and that's, that's what makes this so tough.
1: Yeah. It's, there's no easy answers uh that is certainly the case but you know yeah. everyone's got to sleep at night so go get yourself a snooze sleep mattress uh the four in one mattress they're local here to colorado you can get it flip it for firm and soft oh i gotta sneeze no, oh, OK, it went away right as I said that. It, off. It, it off, it happens every time. And you can also <laughs> get hot or cold sides with the mattress cover up to a 10 degree difference. So be sure to check out Snooze Sleep. They have a seven day trial so you can sleep on it. Make sure it's the right mattress for you. Uh, again, they're local and they'll deliver it right to your front door. So super easy, super awesome, super local. Be sure to check out Snooze Sleep today. And then our primary sponsor, of course, DraftKings Sportsbook. Go over there right now. Use code DNBR when you sign up for a new account. Bet on any NFL game. $1 turns into a $100 of free bets when the game you bet on has a single point scored within it. So literally, it's a 100% chance based on history. There has never been an <laughs> NFL game that has ended 0-0. Zero to zero. So go get on that. Go get yourself $100 in free bets. Is that uh, true?
0: There's never been a 0-0 NFL game?
1: Uh, not in the Super Bowl era, at least. I don't know about you know 1948. When <laughs> people didn't even know the rules to football, but yeah, when no
0: one could even pass.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yes, that will definitely happen. You will get $100 in free bets if you sign up with the DNVR code and make that bet. Then you can go and bet on whatever it is that you want to from there. So get in there, make some fun bets, make yourself a little bit of money. Look, if you're going to be sitting at home anyway watching these athletes play, you might as well throw a couple bucks on stuff. Even if it's just like, I'll throw 10 bucks in there and make $1 bets just for fun. You know, if I lose it all, I don't care. Yeah, yep. it's, it's just a fun time. So check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR. When you sign up, you can also download the Sportsbook app now. It must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. Uh, see DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by that DraftKings Sportsbook. So looking... Right now at the NHL, it's kind of convenient outside of this Tampa game. We can take a look at the standings. We can take a look at where the league is with the pause happening. And it's, it's a weird spot to be in. There are only two teams in the league that have played less games than the abs so far, that being the Islanders who had their own COVID pause and then Boston, um, the Avs have the least amount of games played in the West by at least two games on everyone. And in some cases up to four games for teams like St. Louis. So if, and when the NHL does get back to a normal schedule, the Avs are going to be chasing the top of their division, but with their games in hand, once they're made up could easily be in first in the center.
0: Yeah well and, and you know we talked about this a couple of weeks ago and you know we were saying wow you know Minnesota has made really good use of all their games in hand on the abs that has totally slipped you know Minnesota hasn't like fallen off a cliff by any means but they finally lost a handful of games yep without looking at it right here in front of me which i guess i could easily do um, i'm pretty sure that the abs games in hand on everyone ahead of them operating the way that you do with games in hand if you assume they're all wins i'm pretty sure they have caught everybody ahead of them correct
1: uh yeah so they're three points behind st louis which they have four games in hand so well have them covered yep. uh, same with nashville three game, three points behind with three games in hand well covered yep. and then minnesota one more three games in hand with four points covered so even if they win two of three they have they're tied with minnesota at the top of the division
0: right so i i mean you've got to be feeling good and this is where you, you, you have to find the, the, the silver lining in this situation. If you haven't spent the last two years trying to find any positives, any goods like, out of what's happening, you're just miserable. You're you, have, yeah. you have to be doing it right now. Yeah. And this is – honestly, for the Avs, had this shutdown not come, they would have been playing all of these games without Devon Taves, without Cale McCarr, without Darcy Kemper, Gabe Landeskog, who's not on COVID protocol but is just injured um yep. andre burakovsky jt Confort, all of those were positive tests they are out at least 10 days so they all would have been missing this time anyways and that your couple injuries you know Bowen and byram you know we, we've stressed that you yep. know it's not necessarily just the not having to skate and stuff when you're dealing with post-concussion syndrome um but it helps like it helps that he's now getting 2 weeks at home where he's just resting. He's getting fluids, he's doing his light workouts. Um, you know, as as he sees fit. Like there's a there is a real situation where the Abs going to Vegas on the 27th. Uh the the December 27th game is a game they have traditionally struggled mightily in their like entire existence, which is so weird. Um but like you can, you can very realistically see a situation where they roll into Vegas with a full roster. I don't even know if I want to say that because it hasn't happened
1: yet this year. But... I'm assuming some of the delayed COVID positives will prevent that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But everyone we know about potentially, potentially right. could be healthy. Right.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> so I, I mean, I guess, and, and let's okay. So let's even because. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Let's, let's not assume the 27th, but that first week of January, New Year's day, once you get some of these guys back off the COVID list, like, like you could be looking at, Holy smokes. Like we've finally got everyone back. You got to go two weeks where you're not, you know, forcing guys into practice. Not that they're having to like drag guys out there, but you know, guys aren't having to practice on, um, you know, dinged up this injured that strained this it's just like no guys are just getting to, to rest up and 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 get back to 100 percent um you pointed out kale mccarr still has that wrist taped up i see sam gerard doing an awful lot of uh, yeah. stretching with his leg in between shifts in between reps at practice and stuff like that like no these guys get to be home and i'm sure they have very you know specific instructions on how to be taking care of their body and stuff Um, but given where the abs are at in the standings, um, I I think you've got to be feeling pretty good. If you're Jared Bednar, you get to kind of say, Hey, cool. We're unplugging for a week. Let the team kind of reset, you know, kind of reevaluate everything. And then you get to, you know, you, you get to start another little like block of the season here. Cool. Now we're going post post COVID break to the Olympic break. Let's focus on this small section of games. Uh, And I think think you're going to be in pretty good shape.
1: For a team that has struggled with injuries throughout the first portion of this season, just like you said, they get this break now to get as healthy as they can. And then you essentially go a little bit over a one-month full stretch to February. And now in February, yes, they'll have to make up five games. But five games over three weeks is two games a week. There's a lot of off time there to, again, get as healthy as you can be for the final stretch run of the season.
0: Right. And, and they're in a very condensed part of their schedule as it is. Um, and so, you know, like, honestly, I think, uh, I think it was like 33 games and 50 nights or something like that. Um, yeah,
1: it sounds right.
0: So is this week pause the worst thing for the abs
1: <laughs> uh, from a, their schedule standpoint? No, I, I think it's, Pretty, pretty darn convenient for the abs, yeah. That you know, they were one of the first three teams to really hit the shutdown of of this, too. So, they're Mm going to get their players back the fastest,
0: yeah. And and so, that's a great point. And so, you sit there and you say, Okay, it was 33 games and 50 nights. Now, you just eliminated, I think, four of those games, four if not five. I I think it's four,
1: it might be five. I don't know. I'd I'd have to go look at
0: this four or five. You eliminated some of those over the course of a 10 day stretch. Now suddenly that number looks way more manageable. You're feeling a lot better about having those types of games. And then, yeah, like you just said, then you get into February and it's cool. I know we're going to have two this week, one this week, and two that week. Cool. We're feeling good. And then you are, man, like you are into the home stretch of the season. March into early April and that's it. Um, yep. I, I really do, again... If you look at it in a vacuum and and not necessarily what caused all of it, like this, this, this stretch could be good for the abs.
1: Yep. I, I definitely think so. Uh, they, uh, there are a handful of teams that have had as many man games loss as the abs, but the abs outpace most teams in that category. I think last I checked, they were 27th, most like top five in most injuries so yeah.
0: far and and I know AJ was saying yesterday that and I don't know where he found this info I don't know where to go check it but he said that um, they are number one on the list of quality man games lost
1: yeah. when you discount uh, players like Stefan Matteau being injured and stuff like
0: that right yeah yeah, yeah. that um, the abs have had the most like high impact players miss games this year than any other team in the league and you know Penguins were missing Crosby, Malkin, Gensel, and uh, not Kunitz, Latang. Yeah. <laughs> I always confuse those two. I never confuse the players, but their names are just interchangeable well, to me.
1: I mean, look at it, not including even this last game where they were missing five players at the last second. <laughs> you've had games that you missed McKinnon. You had a stretch where you've missed Taves. You've missed McCarr and you've missed Byram mm-hmm. <laughs> three yeah. of your arguable top four defensemen. You've their entire top four that you would call the real top four has played two games together so far this right. entire right. year. You're like, right,
0: right. It's, it's honestly like we talked about it a little bit yesterday or on yesterday's show that, When you really step back and look at like what they've gone through this year, the fact that they're sitting where they're sitting in, in really good position is it's really impressive. It's a big Testament to the leadership of this team. um, The, the systems that this team is bought into the coaching Um, there's, there's a lot of reasons uh, that they could be further down in the standings. And the fact that they're sitting where they're sitting at this, accidentally extended Christmas break. I'll take it.
1: Yeah. You'd, if you had told me at the start of the season that the abs would be at their current record, which is 17, eight and two through 26 games. Is that 27 games? Uh, mm-hmm. 27. Yeah. Uh, would take it every yep. single time from, yeah. from game one of the season to, to game 27. I would would not, question how they got there i would take 17 8 and 2
0: right and and then and then then you look at how they got there and in fact that that first 10 game stretch they actually finished under 500 and they've just been yep roaring since um two thumbs up
1: pretty it's and you know i i think it's a lot of people view that as as a Weird sort of positive. Obviously, you don't want to see a team go under 500. That's supposed to be this good, but a lot of people have talked about, hey, look, immediately right off the bat this season, the AVS face some adversity. That it, it takes a little bit of that for real contending teams to prove themselves. Right? They've yeah. they've shown that they can overcome a stretch of poor play during the season. So.
0: Well, it's the, it's, it's everyone's favorite thing to bash them on is not being able to deal with adversity and like they're, they're dealing with it.
1: Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. Their points percentage, just to answer someone in chat really quick, is six, six, seven. So they've gotten two thirds of all available points. There's your doggo cam. I know someone was asking is. for it.
0: <laughs> this is what he was barking at me for earlier. He was wanting me to throw the ball. Yeah, he wants to play some
1: ball. Um, which, I think we, we're just about good you can go play some ball with your dog any any final thoughts you want to add on this Jesse no I think I'm good I
0: uh, yeah not a not an ultra fun topic but um,
1: look I would much rather it, be yeah. sitting here talking about hockey but the reality is hockey's going on pause so
0: right yes yeah. it's, it's and, and just let's, let's just be thankful that it's a short pause and to the point you brought up earlier um, it's got an end date to it Yep, they've they've told us what, uh, you know, when when to expect the teams back and and all that good stuff. Um, So look forward to that. And um, hopefully everything's all good after this.
1: That's the hope we are going to get out of here for the day. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening. However, you consume the pod. We appreciate all of you a ton. Uh, You know, any avalanche news, any hockey news, you can find it here. We're live tomorrow and Thursday. Probably not going to be live Christmas Eve. We're probably going to take the holiday. But tomorrow and Thursday, you know, you can find us talking something abs or hockey related. So we hope to see you in the live chat till the next one. We'll talk to you all later.